Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage show where being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about the three marriage lessons we have learned from completing our fifth seven days of sex challenge over the last six years. And personal trainer Fred DeVito has this quote for us today. He says, if it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. And one area that we see that consistently in is the seven days of sex challenge, because it definitely is a challenge and it definitely changes you and your marriage. And this week's hug is brought to you by the seven days of sex flash sale. Life is stressful, but when you're too busy or tired to find some time for sexual intimacy, it can seem really unbearable. The seven days of sex challenge makes it easy for busy couples like you to find some fun time together because it eliminates the stress of figuring out what you need to do for seven days that will be new and creative to try. You really have to try new things in your sex life or you'll both get bored. This boredom leads to your love life being no less stressful than the rest of your life. So who is the seven days of sex challenge for? It's for couples wanting to have sex for seven days straight couples looking to spice up their sex life, couples who need a guide to get back on track and keep on track, and couples who are just ready to have more fun in their marriage. So we're doing a flash sale for one week. You can find it at 7daysofsexchallenge.com. The book's only $2.99 for this one week only. And that is the week of March 17th, 2015 through March 23rd, 2015. And as an added bonus for all of you that love listening to this podcast, there is a link in the in the digital version for the audio of the mm-hmm. Seven Days of Sex Challenge book. And so you'll have that link in there and you can, just like you listen to the podcast, you can listen to the audio and that's by itself is a 1095 value. So if you're getting the book for 299 plus the 1095 value, it's a win-win all the way around. Yep. So pick that up at sevendaysofsexchallenge.com and that is for the Kindle edition. So the hug says, I just wanted to say first that I absolutely love the podcast. I found you all looking for fireproof reviews. And that was like, we did that review ages ago. That was like one of the first 10, 15. I was going to say, for some reason, number 11 sticks in my head, but I could be wrong. somewhere, Somewhere around there. I've since seen the movie, resonated strongly with it, and has opened my eyes to many lessons God wants to teach me. I've been listening to your show every day and your content is awesome and so very helpful. I've been married to my husband for about five years and we have a little girl who's a year and a half. We began having trouble in 2011, went to counseling and things were better. But I was never told all that time to put my spouse first behind God. They all left that out. Then we had our daughter and things got worse overnight to the point where my husband threatened divorce a few times, but we both agreed in the end what we had was worth working on. We had actually, I think, put each other dead last behind our daughter, work, and even my husband's hobby came before our time together. Mm. 
Watching Fireproof helped me help wake me up to the lesson I needed, which was to put my spouse behind my relationship with Jesus. Then I found you and your husband. I've been putting that into practice as best I can. And let me tell you, it's made a world of difference. We have not had an argument in 14 days, which for us is huge. That's awesome. That is awesome. I mean, that's, that's like the seven days of sex challenge twice. If you're not arguing, I mean, that is just, I mean, you guys all know it, man. When you're not arguing, what, what a wonderful place it is to be. Absolutely. And she goes on to say, we've made love four times each week, which is monumental after not having right. done that since our daughter was born. Well, there you go. When God disciplines you, it can hurt at first, but it's always worth it in the end. I'm writing to say thank you and God bless for what you do. You're being used for the kingdom. I'm convinced you all were an answer to prayer just when I was, when I was just searching for reviews on the movie and I found an even more awesome gem underneath. Thank you again and please pray for us and I'll continue to pray for you and your husband and your ministry. God bless from Kentucky. Nice. I love it. So, Dude, yeah. that, that's what it's about right there. I love our hugs. Thank you so much for, for sharing that. Well, and you know, very much what she's talking about, and I d- actually didn't think about it when I pulled the hug into the show, but just that commitment that they made to be intentional, mm-hmm. right? You know, she's talking about the fact that they've had sex four times um, each week. That really leads us right into the seven days of sex challenge. Mm-hmm. And for those of you that follow us on Instagram, you saw me put up a post last week. I think we were on day two when I said that we had started uh, our next or our latest seven days of sex challenge. And we did complete it. We did all seven days. So this is the fifth seven days of sex challenge that we've done our sixth sex challenge overall and you know each one has been an incredible learning experience each one is different and you know so many times when we tell people that we've done you know that we do these sex challenges regularly people are like but why you know i mean you've done it once you know you've done it twice now you're like up to six times why do you keep doing this and and i just want to interject here real quick Last year was the first year that we have not done one since we did the 60 Days of Sex Challenge seven years ago. Mm -hmm. And I will say we tried a couple of times last year. And I think it was two or three times we did try. And each time we did not complete it. But you know what? We learned stuff during those times as well. And I actually had somebody ask me about that the other day. And I'm just going to touch on that real quick. There is still success when you don't complete the mm-hmm. challenge. And we're going to dig into that a little bit more. But, you know, this time around, it was it was how we even got started this time was a little bit different than in the past. You know, if you guys have picked up the seven days of sex challenge or if you pick it up now during the flash sale, one of the things we talk about at the very beginning is having a plan for it. Right. Right. Because you got to have, for the most part, you got to kind of clear your calendar. Right. This is a this is an extra something that you're sticking in. And so instead of, you know, piling it on top of the calendar, it's usually best to clear something off and then to add this in. Right. You, you want to schedule the time together. And we've talked about this a lot over the years, especially with the intimacy lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When it comes to a seven days of sex challenge, the key is pick a time that works best for the both of you so you can have success right? You don't want to start it three days before your spouse is about to have her period. I mean, it, it just logically doesn't make sense. You, you're not going to be able to complete it. You're going to be frustrated. So pick those times when maybe she's ovulating, where she's at her height. Now, those are for you who are doing natural family planning and stuff. You don't want to do it then because then the possibility of having a kid. So, But you're going to plan it around 
the best time period for you guys. Okay, I always feel like I have to say this caveat when we start talking about the seven days of sex challenge. Yeah. We take no responsibility for any babies born as a result of you all doing the seven days of sex challenge or any sex challenge that we talk about here on One Extraordinary Marriage. Just just a little disclaimer. We take no responsibility. You all know how it works. Um, But this year was different because this Mm -hmm. year, our friends Megan and Casey over at Marriage 365, Mm -hmm. they had actually done attempted the seven days of sex challenge mm-hmm. and we're gonna be talking about their experiences they did that a little bit earlier in the year back in february right and then our friends jeff and mandy over at marriage more were doing the seven days of sex challenge just they started a few days before we did well and what they were doing is they were challenging their community over there at marriage more to do the seven days of sex challenge this month mm-hmm. the month of march and so i had seen them put that up and I looked at Elisa and I said, you know what? Let's just do it now. These guys are doing it. They have a challenge. Let's just do it. And it was seriously that evening is when we started. Right. Now, I I will be completely honest. He said that and the first thing I did was go through the mental calendar of what do we have on our plate this week. And this was a week that we had, you know, three days of sports. We had, I was doing a radio interview one night. We had a speaking event another night. I mean, it was just, we were a little bit packed. Even for me, work in the businesses, very slammed. There's just a lot going on. One thing that we walked away from after completing it was this is the first one where we did not have sex during the day. Which is a big deal for us because you guys, well, anybody that's been listening to us for a while knows that I like morning sex a yeah. lot. Well, and it, it so happened that the weekend that it it was on, well, the Sunday we started and then the Saturday where it ended, I wanted to get out on a bike ride that Saturday morning because we've been having such beautiful weather here in San Diego. So Priorities. <laughs> my Priorities. Priorities. It's March and it's beautiful. It's like eight, it's like eighty five degrees here, so I'm riding. Um, so every single time though was in the evening, mm-hmm. and it brought me back to the time when we were doing the sixty days of sex challenge, where really early on in that, the majority of the time was at night. Something that I realized though, when we do have sex in the evening like this, taking that time to talk to each other, mm-hmm. that emotional intimacy is really heightened because typically during the day, it's not. Typically during the day when Elisa and I are having sex, it's it, it, it's a quickie, it's more of a, hey, let's have you orgasm, I'll have my climax and we're done and we're, and we're moving on. It's not that time where we're, we're spending some time together in emotional intimacy. Both before and after. Before, yeah. And so, and that was, you know, we even had a few instances where, you know, Tony would come home and I work out of our home office and, you know, typically that would be those times where I'm like, okay, you know what? He's popping in. He's got, you know, half hour, 45 minutes. We're good. And he'd walk into the office and he's looking at me and I'm like, client call. I'm coaching someone right now. Not going to happen. And he'd, you know, wave and give me a peck on the cheek and be on his merry way. And so it was really interesting because we had, you know, these two couples, friends of ours who are doing this this year. And, you know, so Tony says, let's do it. I get through my mental calendar of going, all right, well, we can make this happen. We've, we've done this once or twice. You know, this isn't our first time to the rodeo or whatever that expression is. And so we jumped in. Mm-hmm. We jumped in and said, all right, we're going to do this. And, you know, like Tony said, this was the first time that we had sex at night for all seven days. 
Um, it was also the first time that we've been, and I'm going to use the word busy, just our schedules were a lot more packed. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so there's just some different mental energy that's going on. We also have children at different ages now since we took last year and, and it didn't happen last year. You know, the last time we did this, the kids were 10, no, nine and six. Mm-hmm. And so... I will have to say though, ecotones. Oh my goodness. Sleep and sound machine. You need to get it if you have kids. Uh, we, we've been preaching about this saying you need to get it. It is so wonderful to be able to put that thing on. And, and seriously, we put it on every night. And the reason being is that they know it's on. And it honestly helps with sleep as well. So if you want to check that out, though, it's it's wonderful. Go to uh, www.oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash ecotones. That's E-C-O-T-O-N-E-S. It's a fabulous. Oh. It's a fabulous device. And, you know, so what happened this time around for us? Because we're also going to talk about what happened for those two couples um, this year. But, you know, part of the reason we do this every year, except for last year, is that it's a, that reminder that we need to put each other first. And that was something, you know, when we look back at 2014, maybe we didn't do that. As well as we should have in this area. In this area. Mm-hmm. And you know that we didn't always put each other first. But, you know, the other thing that always comes back to me when we do this is that just because this week seems so focused on sexual intimacy, I mean, it is called the seven days of sex challenge, you know, physical and sexual intimacy. When we get in that space of being focused on each other, when we make each other a priority, it's crazy amazing how the other intimacies start to fall into place or if there's a gap somewhere that that comes to the surface Mm -hmm. because when you're spending so much time when you're making connecting and connection a priority then you start looking at the marriage as a whole Mm-hmm. It's not like, okay, well, you know, we're good. We, we sit down and we do our budget once a month. Finances are good. It's like, no, let's really think about, okay, what's going on and what are our plans and what do we want to do this year? And you know, the, the other thing that I tell people when they're like, why are you doing this again? And I say, well, cause honestly it's fun. A- and there is a sense of accomplishment that we've done it again. Mm-hmm. You know, like we love it when you guys call in and you're like, we did it. You know, or we get those, we did it emails. And you know, this is our time to shout, Hey, you know, we did it again because you know, it reminds not just us, but the people around us that putting your marriage first is a priority. Mm -hmm. And realize if this is your first time going about it or second or third time even, and and you may hit some roadblocks and Elisa brought it up. I mean, it's one of those times when things come to the surface that maybe don't come to the surface and that's okay. Embrace that. Realize that that you are being challenged in different ways in your life and in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And it's not a time to be spiteful or point the finger at your spouse, but to look at them lovingly and honestly and go, hey, look, we're doing this for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's bringing out other areas of our lives and our marriage that we need to focus on. So let's put, let's write these things down. We don't need to we don't need to rectify it all right now tonight. We don't need to, you know, make sure all our I's are dotted and the T's are crossed. Let's just write these down so we realize that through this experience, there are areas of our lives that we just need to come back to after we're done. Mm-hmm. And maybe it's afterwards that's when you start looking at other resources and go, you know what? Yeah, we, we did and we do have some 
breakdown in communication. Let's figure this out. You know, we have a program called He Zigs, She Zags. Get your communication on the same path. Go through it then, not during the seven days of sex challenge. Don't add more on top of your plate. Maybe it's something spiritual. You want to be doing more spiritually together. During the seven days of sex challenge, it may not be the greatest time to add something else. And yet it's afterwards that you can go, hey, you know what? Let's grab a devotional together. Mm -hmm. Let's grab Jesus calling. Let's grab something else that, you know, we can connect spiritually. Well, and that's, you know, as you're sitting here talking about this, I will tell you the first time I ever laughed at Tony praying was when we were doing the 60 days of sex challenge. And he suggested that we add increasing our spiritual intimacy at the same time. And so I said, that's fine. And so we started to pray and well, he, we didn't start to pray. Tony started to pray and I just lost it. I started, you know, little seven-year-old slumber party girl giggles because it, not that his prayer was funny. It was just, I think probably the idea of, oh my gosh, we're doing one more thing on top of, on top of this challenge. And like just that overwhelm where you kind of like get to the point where it's almost that hysterical laughter. I think that's where I was. And you know, it's so, it's so interesting because when I look at the lessons that we've learned over the years and especially this time around, this, the first lesson that really comes to mind is that experience is invaluable in your marriage. I mean, we've done this. People think, well, you know what? Why do you keep doing it? We keep doing it because the experience is always invaluable. And what we've learned in years past plays out in our marriage daily. Mm-hmm. The fact that we have sex so frequently allows us to know what works and what doesn't work. Allows us to be comfortable saying that works or that doesn't work. Or tonight, it just needs to be a quickie. You're not going to give me an orgasm, Tony. So let's not, you know, let's not beat around the bush tonight. Let's just, let's have a quickie. We both enjoy them. I'm still going to enjoy it. You're going to enjoy it. And it's cool. And that's, I mean, that comes up, you know, inevitably once every sex challenge, I'll be like, you know, I'm good tonight mm-hmm. or today. I just, let's do this. And, you know, part of it is the experience of having done it in years past allowed us to jump into this one without as much planning. Without having, because we knew what we were getting ourselves into. We knew that day four, which, you know, in the book is called a quickie, is called a quickie for a reason. Because you, and I was, I actually have coaching clients who embarked on the seven days of sex challenge last week too. I'd made a suggestion on their coaching call and they jumped right in with it. And they were talking about the fact that, you know, as we were having our coaching call today, something about, well, you know, somewhere around like day, I don't know, like three or four, it was just kind of like, oh, what are we doing? And sure. And I looked at him, I'm like, quickie. And they said, yes. And I said, of course, because you're, you've done three days and the three days are like, wow, like the, we're doing this and it's really good. And then you get to day four and you're like, wow, there's still four days left in this day four, day five days. And so you got to have a quickie. And what it teaches you when you're doing that is it's okay for married couples to have quickies as part of their repertoire. In mm-hmm. fact, you should have quickies as part of your repertoire. Sometimes you only have 2.5 minutes. Got to go with it. You know, the other thing, and I mentioned this a few minutes ago, is that it's important that all of us make our marriage a priority. That we set aside time to say, you know what? This is like a yearly tune-up. You know, think think of the seven days of sex challenge as your yearly tune-up on your marriage sexually. Just say, you know what? One week, you, me, here we go. Mm -hmm. And for some of you, you're going to parlay this into different versions of the intimacy lifestyle. Yeah, and and I also want to say, folks, we'll get we'll get this question: is well, what constitute as what constitute (laughs) as as sex? And 
really, that's up to you guys to determine. That's not for Elisa and I to determine for you. If you guys are cool with oral sex and you both get off on it, beautiful. If, if that is cool with you, if it's a hand job and for both of you, and that's what works for you guys, and you guys want to constitute that as sex, fine. If it has to be penetration, that's what that is what this challenge allows you to talk about together and understand that, hey, you know what? Afterwards, if we're in a point where, you know, penetration, we don't have to have penetration to signify, oh, we had sex, but we can do a 69 and we can both give each other oral sex and be perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. If that is cool with you guys, go for it. And here's something you guys should know about any of the sex challenges. And I'm just going to share this as a wife. Um, guys will build up an amazing stamina over the course of the week or going longer. And so it may actually get to a point, you know, we did that show a few weeks ago, gosh, maybe over a month ago now on delayed ejaculation. Mm -hmm. And part of it is, ladies, I'm just giving you a heads up. They build up their stamina. It takes them a little while as you get farther on in the week. This isn't, this shouldn't come as a surprise. And guys, if you get to a point where you can't ejaculate and you're like, okay, I'm just pumping, pumping, pumping. It's okay to say that's where you're at. Mm -hmm. Right. And, Part of the beauty of the seven days of sex challenge is that the sexual intimacy plays into the emotional intimacy. And so it's really, it becomes this, this beautiful experience of saying, okay, you know what? I mean, obviously if you're having sex every day for seven days, you might find yourself having a conversation or two about sex. You might also find yourself not sweating the small stuff. That's what my coaching clients told me today about their experience. They're like, you know what? We learned over the course of this last week that some of the things ain't no big deal. Mm-hmm. Because if we know we're connecting at the end of the day, who cares which one of us has to take the garbage out? Who cares who's got to wipe down the counters? Let's just make it happen so that we can get to the good stuff at the end of the day. You know? And so I mean, we've been talking about a lot about our experiences, but we also wanted to share um, those two other couples that we talked to you about, Marriage 365 and Marriage More. And so we asked Jeff and Mandy, at marriage more because they just finished theirs just a few days. I think they were two or three days ahead of us, mm-hmm. um, if I remember correctly. And so this is what they had to say. Um, they said day one, two, and three were awesome. Day four was by far the hardest. It fell on a Monday. We had the longest day. It was definitely one of those days when we would have gone to bed and ignored each other. But because of this challenge, we ended up sitting together on the couch and talking about our day for about 15 minutes before we did anything. Oh, there's that emotional intimacy. Mm-hmm. We did try a few new positions and we definitely realized that we felt way more connected that week than ever before. We also learned that it was really all about making it a priority. We realized we need to be more diligent about making it a, cons- a consistent priority instead of letting life get in the way. And they have three boys, seven and younger. <laughs> yeah. So don't tell me you can't do it with kids in the house. So, you know, they got, they got a pretty full slate there. Um, and look what, look what they learned, but I I hope you guys heard it. First three days were awesome. Day four was the hardest, you know, again, Hey, if it wasn't for the challenge, we would have just gone to bed and ignored each other. You know, exactly the same thing that we have said for years. Day four is that pivotal point where you have to look each other in the eye and go, you know what? This is for us. Right, we're we're going to do, we're going to do this. This is a goal we set and we're going to go for it. And heck it, again, if it's at the 11th hour and it's a quickie, it counts. So move forward 
and congratulate yourselves afterwards. It's oh, it's fine. It's good. We sometimes put so much pressure on that. It has to, we both have to have this massive orgasmic experience. And, and if we don't have that, then we don't count it. Um, I would disagree because mm-hmm. I've had sex many a times with Elise over the last seven years. And we've had the best sex in our lives since then that are not crazy orgasmic. Great times. You know, cuddle, cuddle more afterwards naked. <laughs> You benefit from that. There you go. There you go. And it, it is interesting because I also want to share. Um, so Megan and Casey over there at Marriage 365, they actually did a post on their website. And um, so day one, magnificent, lots of passion, exciting, and makes us look forward to the next six days. Day two, amazing, fireworks, breathtaking, breathtaking tried a new position, and had our post-sex pillow talk. Day three, spectacular, romantic, lots of foreplay. We ended the night feeling very connected. Day four, re- remember what... Uh, Marriage more said on day four. That was the night that they're like, oh, this was hard. So marriage through 65, day four. We both looked at each other and said the, these exact words. I would be fine if we didn't do it tonight, but I know we have to. The sex was good, but not as spectacular as previous nights. We'd also had a pretty rough day with the kids and lots of meetings. Day five. Oh, day five. Our schedules were starting to get jam-packed, and we knew we had to make the time for it. As the hours went on, both of us were not looking forward to it and just wanted to plop in bed at 8 p.m. for the night. We were tired. We managed to fit it in. But because we were so tired, it was hard to focus, and it definitely wasn't as romantic as the last five days. Day six, we just couldn't make the time. Fail. Day seven, failed again. They go on to say, what did we learn from the challenge? Are we failures for not completing all seven days? No way. We learned that our schedules are too packed and that sex really does need some planning and intentionality in our marriage. We also recognize that we, d- recognize that we don't have enough sex. This challenge stirred up the desire to want it more, plan it more, and initiate more. We truly felt closer in our marriage after our five days of sex and our intimacy went to a whole new level. Thank you, Tony and Elisa, for your transparency and encouragement, and we look forward to trying this again in the spring and making it all the way through. Day four. Day four. So day those five, of you, day so, six. Yeah, so those of you who are listening to this for the, you know, and you're thinking about doing the seven days of sex challenge for the first time, be ready. Listen to this. Be ready. Know that that may happen for you. For some of you, it may not. You may breeze through and it may hit you on five, six. It may not hit you at all. And that is cool and fine as well. What we want to share though is, and to let you guys know is that even after doing this one, the seven days, five times in six years, we are constantly learning about each other because it's something that we've talked about so often on the show is that we're constantly growing. We're constantly changing. I mean, who would have thought that a little machine, the ecotones would be such a game changer for us as our kids are, are getting older. We didn't know that five years ago. And yet oh, now. Can you imagine? Can you yeah, imagine if we'd know. known about it that long ago? I, I'm telling you, I sleep so much better too. And and now, I mean, that is a game changer for us. That makes a difference. That has changed the way we look at our sexual intimacy. One thing, another thing we learned from this is that, you know what? Our days are packed and we do miss that morning time or that daytime sex. And that has taken a backseat as the kids have gone older because it is tougher to just sort of steal away at times. So we learned that and we've talked about that. 
And we're realizing that, hey, this is an area we need to start implementing again into our daily lives and into our intimacy lifestyle. Well, and again, it goes back to, you know, one of the things we talk about when we talk about the extraordinary formula is about being, you know, the very first things about being intentional. And, you know, when you're intentional doing the seven days of sex challenge, it allows you to see what are those other areas you need to be intentional. How can you take the lessons that you learned? Because each one of you that decides that you're going to pick up the book and that you're going to do your own seven days of sex challenge in your marriage, each one of you is going to learn different lessons. Mm-hmm. You know, for some of you, it's going to be like, wow, you know, we haven't had sex like this since our honeymoon. You know, like Megan and Casey said, this was, this was spectacular. You know, we had, we, we wanted, you know, it stirred up this desire to want sex more and plan it more. You know, some of you are going to look at your weeks and go, you know what? We have a lot on our calendars. We have so much on our calendars. We're running out of time for each other. You know, some of you are going to say, we just don't connect emotionally as much as we need to. And some of you are going to be like, you know what? This year, this year we're doing pretty good. I don't know where you're going to be. What I do know is that making the time to do this challenge will transform your marriage. It's just like that quote that I said at the beginning. If it doesn't challenge you, it doesn't change you. Committing to and completing the seven days of sex challenge will definitely challenge the two of you in ways that you can't even foresee at the beginning. And it will also change you and your marriage, not just based on our own personal experience, but based on the hundreds of couples, probably thousands of couples now around the world that have done it themselves and have shared their own stories. Yeah. And so, hey, we are having this flash sale on the seven days of sex challenge. So pick it up at seven days of sex Tell your friends about it. Challenge them. Pick a month. Pick next month and go or the month after or whenever you guys want to and say, hey, this month we're all doing this. Let's go for it. Maybe you're in a small group or a group study. Hey, let's all do this this month. This is a challenge that we can work through together on top of everything else. And we can discuss it, be open and honest about it and share how well we're doing or some of the struggles we're having and grow closer together with your spouse and help those around you. So go out there, pick it up, 7daysofsexchallenge.com. It's a flash sale, ends March 23rd, 2015. We love you guys. Go out there, rock it. And when you do it, email us, call us. We did it. You're going to be on the show. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week.